Hi, Gwen. Hi. Hi, how are things? Well, things are fine. How are things with you? Things are things are fine. Hmm. It's <laughs> everyone else is doing their E3 predictions, but I feel like we already did that. We kinda already did that. And also, I don't know, it just feels like this feels like the E3 that I'm not really... Th- I mean, I'm going, and I'm not really that jazzed for any... Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, they'll probably announce some games. Yeah, I don't know. They- I'm like, what, what are they going to announce that I'm really going to be excited about? They Well, they've already, like, leaked a bunch of stuff. A bunch of stuff from Switch. Thank you, Walmart Canada, for accidentally... Yeah. <laughs> ...releasing your pre-orders ahead of time and letting us all know... All the glorious Switch titles that are being announced at E3, that's cool. Yeah, the, the, that always that always fucking happens. I don't know, like, we never, like, I worked in a video game retail shop for, like, three years, and we never got anything like that. I never, like, I'd have all the things for the pre-orders, but we never got E3 announcements early or anything. Yeah, that's weird. Well, Walmart's Walmart. They're special and huge. I the leaks, so. they, they always come from, uh, like, third- Weird third parties, voice actors. Voice actors fucking like everything, man. <laughs> Talked about this at work yesterday. Oh, really? Like, Putting like, shit oh, on their resumes? Literally shut your mouth. <laughs> That's their job. They open their mouth. That's a joke. It was a joke. Hey, good work, Gwen. That that was a solid joke. I could I could good. tell that there it's was a punchline. You have to explain the joke. That's how you know it was yeah. a good one. When no one laughs, you know it's really good. That's what, yeah. When someone says, That's funny, but doesn't laugh. That's when you know it's a good joke. That's that's quality. Yeah. I see how that is a joke. <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I'll i be rolling through Twitter and I'll see things that are funny. Or like when I'm, when I'm on the internet and I see things that are funny, I don't laugh audibly. But if there's a person, like if they said that same thing out loud, I would have laughed. It's Laughing is like a communication you have with other people. See? Aww. Yeah. So. I'm, 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 I'm on a different side of that fence. But that's, you know... If I don't laugh, it wasn't funny. That, that's always my... <laughs> I if, if it's clever, like if it's well written, fine. Mm. But if I laugh, that's because it's funny. Okay. Uh, well, you know, that's go. just me. But this isn't We've... the Does Chris Laugh show. Uh, well, maybe it could be because we have nothing else to talk about. What's a... What are... You know what? An underserved genre, a niche. I've said this before. Games that are funny. Oh, God. It's... Uh... It's I don't like I don't know what the games that are funny are. Like people will tell me it's Monkey Island, but I've never laughed at that fucking game. And it's Did like that make you audibly laugh. No. Well, South Park. Uh, those yes. Games are... Okay. I did the... laugh at South Park with Stick of Truth. There were times I laughed. I mean, admittedly, you're just watching a South Park episode. There wasn't. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. It wasn't necessarily a game. Also, like, I don't know. This, <laughs> I feel there's different standards for video games when people review them. Like, people will talk about, this has amazing characters and writing. I'm like, mm, does it? Like, I mean, for a game, yeah. <laughs> but, like, game. for for actual, like, if this was a film, this would not be acceptable. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I Well, I think um, there's games that are... F- like high concept humor there's games that have uh like you get the indie games where you get this a lot with indie games right like the the game is a pun or oh what like just the title y- yeah the title the, the premise uh sure you get something like that like when a game i thought of making was this is stupid i'll never do it so i'll just announce it now <laughs> it's gonna make a game called one night stand it's a little puzzle game where you're playing as a nightstand and your goal is to uh kill all the other nightstands also there is a game called one nightstand so 
It exists. Oh, really? It's not about a was nightstand. It about a it's nightstand? about a one night stand. Oh, well, that's less interesting to me. Yeah, it's not a pun. Like, it's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know how the one British people stand. feel about puns. But, yeah, um, they're fucking yeah. obsessed with the things, Gwen, and I don't think God, I'll yeah. ever fully understand it, but here we but are. Yeah, there's not many games that are like, can there be a funny mechanic? I don't. Like, the, you're right. There's games that have funny stories. There's mm. games that are like high concept funny. Oh, there was another game I was going to make called Shoot the Moon, where your goal is to literally shoot the moon at the end. Uh, I'll never do that one either. No, that you can have that world. That's yours for free. Shoot the Moon by Gwen That's Frey. All, yeah. Or just announce it. It's take these ideas. Run with them. I don't God, care. so generous, Gwen. Thank you. It's gold here, man. Gold. Yeah, this is the good shit. People should be writing this down. <laughs> nah, man. Everybody has ideas. It's the execution that matters. <laughs> like, 100%. That's true. Mm. But, um, yeah, comedy and games. So, you're right. There's games with good, funny stories. There's games with... I can't I think of a video game that's actually made me shit. like laugh. There was one puzzle script gallery game I played recently that just like popped up on my feed. And I don't, I'm in that place where I'm working constantly and I can't play games, but I'm also like brain dead. Mm. So, so these little, these like micro games that come out are just great right now. But yeah, there was one that was funny mechanically, kind of trying to remember uh, it's possible. It could be, be done. Funny? Can a me- mechanic be funny? Somebody yeah. will figure it out. It, I mean, is it like does a mechanic being funny classes like stuff like? I mean, Goat Simulator is the one everyone's gonna know, right? Yeah, that's stupid humor. I mean, I'm not saying it's stupid humor. It's like the difference between <laughs> no, Adam that's Sandler. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get in comedy, you get like there's smart funny, and then there's like. You know, I oh. love Lamp, yeah. Anchorman, funny, or you get yeah. Like, like okay, that's different... a better example than Adam Sandler because I was like, I'm sure many would argue that that's not even funny. So y- yeah, um, but well, there and then there's the funny like, like I don't think Goat Simulator's funny really, but well, no, but you know, maybe Adam Sandler's a little harsh, I suppose, depending on your view of Adam Sandler. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, and humor can like we have political humor i'm a huge fan of sean stewart and stephen colbert and Mm. all that stuff like um so humor can be moved into different spheres there can be humor can be used to make a point you can do a lot of things with humor we don't in games though i don't know why games mostly lean really hard into the stupid funny yeah oh yeah god yeah i've definitely seen enough of that in my time hey look he's doing a poo like uh yeah, great. It's uh, real fucking funny. Like I'm not smart by any stretch, but if I don't laugh, it's not funny to me. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, um, part of it is it's this is something where this might have to come from the indie space, right? Because like, oh man. So first off, humor is difficult in in other like in film in TV. Humor is already all always difficult, right? Yeah. Like it's a challenge. Um, and it's untested. So AAA is not going to go for it real hard. They might go for it for narrative humor in the mm. same way you get like uh, South Park Stick of Truth that are funny because of their narrative in, in AAA. And there's not... You might get a couple others in AAA. You get some of that in indie too, like West of Loathing, I think, is... That's a funny game. Mm. Uh, I think they're indie. They're indie, right? Kind of. I mean, it's Stickman walking around. I've got to imagine... It's, 
It's a small team. Yeah, I consider yeah. them to be very indie. Um, <laughs> that makes me so. I was like the worst person on the internet who just makes <laughs> judges indie by graphics. <laughs> I think they're indie. Well, I mean, like it looks shit. shitty. It's so. Indie. Well, the thing, well, you get, uh, well, you know why you think that, right? Like, and that's not fair anymore because you have no, games that are just beautifully rendered, like yeah. that are indie. And in fact, like, I mean, fucking, uh, Inside's one of my favorite games, right? Like, yeah, gorgeous, you, right? You were uh, obsessed with that you, game. Yeah, and and there's beautiful indie games coming out all the time now, like at a rapid rate. Yeah. Um. So that that's not really what indie is anymore, necessarily. No. There was a time when indie was definitely like. Uh, part of indie art. was what it looked like yeah yeah it was it felt like a genre as opposed yeah. to a uh, I guess that was when it exploded and other people were following the success of stuff like uh, Braid and Super Meat Boy and that kind of stuff and it was like yo you make games like that that's indie games yeah but I mean Braid was pretty uh, like the it was it was still a 2D uh, platformer situation do you think it looked indie because when i think a game looks indie i definitely think pixel art um i get you i don't know i thought that i think of that as looking indie like Mm. it looks nice but it still wasn't like a triple a game that i was playing on my xbox 360 like i remember playing halo 3 at the time it was like yeah the production well yeah okay fair yeah production value style that was just me at the time as a person that was playing Halo 3 of his friends. <laughs> and also I came round and my friend was playing Braid once and I was too stupid to play it. But I could watch him play it and it looked really cool. Oh, there is something like um, the games that are beautiful. Uh, let me put it. You're right. The indies tend to play with different aesthetics too. Like mm. maybe less mass market aesthetics. Uh, partly because of constraints. Like, just reality, financial constraints and stuff. Uh, but partly just because it, it's fun to be able to explore with the different art styles, something that's untested. Cuphead, for instance. My God. God, do I love Cuphead. Uh, not to play. I, no. Just that it exists. <laughs> like, I'm just happy that it's in the world. I did not uh, enjoy it to play at all. I had a terrible time playing it. But it does look super pretty, so. It does, yeah. Oh, I wish And I didn't it, mean I to I say that all... See, now I feel like I gotta backtrack, because I keep saying shitty pixel art games, like, in real life, too, and that's so pretentious and bitchy, but it's, like, the... Some part... Yeah. It's, like... It's an aesthetic... It's an aesthetic that I personally don't understand very yeah. well, or like very much. Yeah, and I think, fair enough. Yeah, I, I think it's... There are games that are good, and there's people that... There's two sides of that, too. There's There's... The people that lean really hard on pixel art because they're like, this is a game and I am showcasing a fucking design mechanic and mm. look at this glorious fucking design mechanic. I think that's like what you get on Puzzle Script Gallery. And that's, some of those games are actually really good. I, was, mm. I didn't realize it because I never played them because I assumed they were shitty pixel art games. <laughs> because I don't even know what these there's are. Because there's just a, there's a trough of shitty pixel art games out there to get through and it's hard to find the diamond in the rough. Like, who oh, has that kind of time? fucking tell me about it that was my job for like a little while which was finding good indie games to stream and oh my god the amount of fucking shit oh you play it and you'd be like oh god like this isn't even this isn't even anything near being a game this is terrible yeah that's when you start to understand how these reviewers get so fucking mad like you watch them and you're like 
why are you so angry about this game? It's like, oh, because they fucking had to sit through this for like seven hours. Oh, man. Seven hour pixel, shitty Pixar game. That would be... Yeah, that's that's the quite that's long. the title of an indie game we should make. Seven art, seven hour shitty pixel art game. Oh my god! It's like we a could... Bennett Foddy experience. You gotta oh, like power when? through it, man. We could actually what? make that quite funny as well. <laughs> all right, it'll be, don't steal oh, that idea. That's that's no, now we're our doing idea. This. All right, let's spit all this. Okay, so we're gonna make this game right, and it's gonna be a parody of everything we, you know, super adore about the indie space. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to take it very, very seriously. It's not a parody at all. Okay. So it's going to be, and we're going to title, we, sh- mm. so we can't title it shitty, seven hours shitty pixel art game. I mean, that's a good have- title, Gwen. You can't call it like Wisp of the it's Wind the or nose, something. Man. We're, like, we're giving it away. You got to like. Sandra's Dreams. Like, <laughs> you could call it that. Just write down every cliche that you hate. In video, like uh, how about all games like let's just make a game that is every game cliche possible oh jesus i mean i was watching uh silicon valley uh i've just finished watching the new series of it and obviously there's game develop there was a game development team in it and the game was like i think it was like zombie hobo sexual assault or something like that it was called and <laughs> Yeah, it was exactly what video games look like in all TV shows. It was like first-person shooter, blood everywhere, everything was fucked up. It was like, ah, yeah. that's video I, games. You know, we can't. That's true. I, it occurs to me now. It has to. We have to choose which part of the industry to poke fun at. Yeah, because we, like if, if we, we do, we go too broad. It's like, geez. Well, or it might end up being a little too brilliant. Like, what if we do make the <laughs> shitty pixel art battle royale? Oh my god! Right. That could like be a thing. Real, real hard into the pixel oh, art battle royale. Battle royales. We could totally... Also, there's there's pets. There's a dog. Also, your dog dies. Fuck oh, it. don't do a Fable 2 on me. Spoilers. It's, yeah. Well, oh, you're right. You know, that cliche might be tired. We might need, a, uh, at this we need point, modern cliches. Yes. Yeah, we need modern cliches, Gwen. We can't, been you know. Done. Should we make you a dad? That's a thing now. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So you're a dad. You've got a little pixel kid. Uh, and are we leaning into being stupid or, or pretentious? Where are we going? I'm not sure. Let's let's just throw all the ideas on the table and see where we end up. Because, right. you know, you could lean into the kids a projectile that you kick <laughs> around. Like, you use uh, that, your baby. That's like, going to hit our ESRB real hard, man. Hey. Or like, this is how you get a game not sold in Australia right there. <laughs> I think that's pretty God, easy. I, I mean, just, fucking hate Australia. Yeah, man, it's that dumb. Board. <laughs> I don't get like, it. It's not just the rating. Like, I've had to go through the experience of, like, take your game, put it on physical medium of some sort, mm-hmm. physically fucking mail it to Australia because they need a physical goddamn copy. Oh, they won't download it. it costs a fortune because yeah. I think, I guess, they use kangaroo service for the last mile or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. Like, how are we this far behind? It's <laughs> unbelievable. Like... Ratings in Australia is just, it's like the the last century didn't happen or something. I don't really get it. My God. And then they can just reject your game, apparently. That's fine. But, you know, England has its own weird quirks. So does everyone in Europe. It's all weird. You got a whole, like, not being part of the EU thing happening soon, right? Oh, God. I don't even care anymore, Gwen. I don't even care. I don't want to hear a fucking thing about that. I don't yeah, know why not- it's good or bad. 
I don't. I'm just fucking you know sick of hearing about it. I regret bringing up politics immediately. Let's change the subject again. Okay, let's go back to humor <laughs> and games. Holy fuck! Yeah, no, no. For like for like a half a second, we were happy. Um, so video games. So we're making seven-hour shitty pixel art game, and right, yes. we hadn't okay. decided whether we were leaning into humor or we were leaning into pretension, because both oh, are equally hilarious. Well, the game needs to be. Uh, we're talking about comedy and games, right? So it's got to be funny. Uh, how oh, is it funny? now you want to make How is it funny? We we can figure that out. We yeah. like we don't have to know everything immediately, right? No. Let's just let's just throw up ideas that we like and like you know see roll them around. You don't want to get married early on in the concept phase. You don't want to get married to something too quickly, right? You That's throw true. Up a bunch of ideas, see what, what kind of excites you, play around with some different yeah. concepts. It took nine so. years for me to get married, so you know. Wait, what? Oh yes, marriage. Okay. In real life, the real type of <laughs> marriage. <the> RL, yes. <laughs> we are talking about video games. We don't. We don't have lives in this industry. Okay, let's focus. Very true. So. Okay. <laughs> Buckle down. Um, God, we keep going on these tangents about life and politics. About politics focus. and life. No, no one wants to hear. Nobody that. wants your grandstanding, Chris Slate. <laughs> so. Grandstanding about the institution of marriage. <laughs> Jesus. Oh God! There's people that care about those things, Gwen. I'm just like, ugh. Marriage? Or any of that shit. I'm just like, ugh, shut up. Do you not care about your wife? That's kind of a thing. Man. I hate her, Gwen. I... <laughs> shit. No, I, uh, it, it would be delving into politics again, and I can't actually be bothered. But Good. Okay, so this is a podcast about humor and games and mm-hmm. not being bothered about politics. Humor and games. Uh, this, is, this is great. The world needs this podcast. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. So, uh, all right. Yeah, I feel like I'm doing a positive thing here for the world. So, <laughs> Thanks, humor Gwen. and games. We don't mm. want to get... We're early in in prototyping this. Also, this is cliche. We're doing this instead of working on the things we should be working on. Yep. Uh, we're probably abandoning other projects in order to work on this. Yep. Good um, idea. This is a good idea. Which means we'll probably abandon this to work on the next thing immediately. Probably. Because there's no way... Like, sticking to a thing, please. That's so no. fucking 20 years ago. Yeah, we don't so, do that. No, we don't. No. Instead, we just come up with lots of ideas and move from one to the other. Yeah. And never execute. Yep, that's a big part because of this game. it's like Schrodinger's game, really. If it's never made, it's perfect. Oh, it's the best game ever. Like Shenmue 3. Oh, my God. Until we all actually <laughs> see what it fucking looks like. And we're like, oh, no. Oh, it was always <laughs> awful. Oh, God. <laughs> no, man. No, you don't want to make the game. No. Then it, ex- it, then it exists. It's yeah. better if it's ethereal. Yep. If it's just the potential Half-Life potential 3 is the best game of all time, Graham. We all know it. Which game just- is? Half-Life 3. Ah, uh, yes. But those fuckers just won't make it. Man, uh, like, let's talk about that for a minute. They are, they've are they dug a hole there, man. Like, if they actually try to make that game... It's gotta be the best <sighs> fucking thing. Like, I love Half-Life 2. So, any sequel to that, I'm like... Oh wow, that's gonna be good, right? And they're like, uh, dude, making sequels is so hard. Why would they even you... bother? Like, why? Why would they? Like, at this stage, they've left it so fucking long. It's like, I mean, there's obvious reasons to make a sequel to a beloved franchise. Money would be one. It's gonna sell no matter what. It's hard. Not that Valve free, needs money, but... like as beloved anymore. Like in a world where kids are playing Fortnite and they're on Twitch all the time, like. Uh, uh, is there a? I don't even know how big the I audience th- would be for Half Life Three. Oh please! For one thing, kids don't have money. Kids use their parents' money to buy Good games. Point. And the other thing, not that that's a problem, but like, there's 
it's a beloved franchise. Yeah, they true. Would, I would buy the If they the put Half Life on it, everyone would buy it one way or another. It's, it's true. Reality. But they have dug a hole for that by uh, just letting it ferment and not talking about it for years mm. and years and years and years and years, decades. Yeah. That's a very valid thing to do, though. Maybe they'll release it. I liked, you know, I really liked what we did with Bioshock Infinite because it was so fucking different than Bioshock. Yeah. And uh, we didn't get too much backlash for that. No, I, 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 here's a thing. I didn't like Bioshock 2, but I did like Bioshock Infinite. I fucking mm. love the first well, Bioshock. And then Bioshock 2, I was just like, why are we doing this again? Like, I feel like we did everything. Like, yeah. I don't mean why are they making the game again or anything, but just narratively for me personally i remember I ne- i've never got further than like a few hours into it because i'm just like i don't care like we i did this this is done this story mm. was done and i but left there's... and i don't care to come back i think the pundits would say there's a lot to unpack there but there is actually so like for one thing you had bioshock was made by irrational games headed by ken levine and then mm-hmm. there was a large falling out and a lot of drama and Bioshock 2 is made by a completely different studio on the other side of the country Mm. uh, with not the same people so there's that a lot of people fucking love Bioshock 2 a lot yes especially Minerva's Den the DLC was pretty well loved though I think more people liked Bioshock 1 oh god man I mean they're right but (laughs) um and I I think So, making sequels is hard for a lot of reasons, and one of them is when you make a game, especially a game where you spend several years on it, mm-hmm. you, this this is your single purpose in, for like years, right? You work really hard on it, and then you ship it, and then uh, there's a lot going on there, crunch ends, you're not sure what you're doing with yourself, there's that, There, there's a lot of things, but one of the things people don't really talk about is you look forward at what you want to do next, and you see like, oh, so I just made this game, so what, I'm going to make another game like that, and then I guess I'll make another game like that, and then I guess I'll die? Like, is that <laughs> yeah. the trajectory of my life now? And mm-hmm. there's this desire to just be like, salt the earth and make something different, because we're creative people. And making the same thing again is not appealing at all. Um, even making a game again is not appealing at all. I think a lot of people leave the industry in droves and they usually leave at the end of a project. And it's just because like, okay, I know what it's like to make a game now. I've done that. Now what? Let's mm. just do something else with my life, at least for a while. Or let's, a lot of people will change careers. They'll, they'll go from being a designer to being an artist or to being something else. People will... Uh, it's very common at the end of a project to lose like 10% of your staff, even without a layoff, just because people want to go try a different studio, try a different experience, work in a different genre, just do something that scratches a different itch. Mm. Um, and asking a studio to make a sequel immediately is, um, it, it can be draining on the team and it can be frustrating creatively. And I can I, imagine. And I, I think... Irrational Games specifically happened to have a lot of very creative people. It was one of the, I loved working at that studio. Everyone who worked there was really, really good at what they did mm. and really passionate. And I don't think Ken Levine was like, he's a passionate dude. I don't know him super well, but like, he strikes me as the kind of person who probably didn't want to make a sequel again right out the gate, obviously. And when he did make a sequel, he made something that just felt very different, that had yeah. a different flavor and explored different writing that was more, you know, what he wanted to craft. Um, yeah, and it also tied back into the original Bioshock in a really interesting way, in a way that wasn't just, you're in 
this place again. But now hmm. there's a new crazy person on the radio. It was like, okay, yeah. well, we did this story quite well. It's like, all right, so they did one under the wa- under the sea. They did one in the air. The next one's going to be what? Either in space or in hell, right? Like, those are the, the cliches left. <laughs> they are making... I swear I read something a little while ago that they are making another Bioshock. Like, 2K I is don't... spinning that up. I have no insider information. Oh, no, I didn't think you would. That is the rumor. Yeah. You can Google the we do not keep secrets in this industry. Fucking Diablo 4 leaked immediately. Yeah. Uh, Blizzard confirmed today. They they are working on something to do with Diablo. And it's like, well, yeah, no duh. (laughs) It's like, if a publisher has a franchise that's beloved, that they know will make money, they're going to get a studio to make a game out of it, even if it's not the same studio. Like, that's how Bioshock 2 got shunted out to LA. I mean, I wasn't around back then, so I don't know exactly how it happened. Um, it was... I, it you was, can kind of guess. Yeah, I, I mean, it was a well-received game, and a lot of people... I know people that think that's the best Bioshock. They're wrong. But I know people <laughs> that think that. And... Which one was the best one, Chris Light? I... It's a toss-up between the first or Infinite. I mean, um, in terms of impact it probably had on me, probably the first one. Because I think that was the first game. This was a magical era of me playing games on the Xbox 360. I remember just playing games that felt so much different from anything I played on the previous generation. Like, I'd never experienced a story or a world that well thought out in a video game before uh, the first Bioshock. Mm. That sort of whole thing. It felt like... I mean, it's not perfect, the shooting mechanic isn't perfect, but at the time it felt great, and yeah, everything just tied in perfectly. And yeah, yeah, then just I yeah. can't, I can't wait to see what what are they doing next? Probably Bioshock in space or in hell. Like oh, I can't think of any other really good cliches. Well, I mean, there's fucking the end of Bioshock Infinite left infinite possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot you could do with that, but. Hopefully it's just something interesting. What I would what I loved about Bioshock Infinite was that like you say, it wasn't just in Rapture again. It was totally different. But yeah. the same. Well, like but I would familiar. Say that's, a, that's a team that's really good at building a, a beautiful, stunning, interesting world. Yeah. A cohesive world, and I don't um but they're giving it presumably to another team because Irrational doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, and I, I have absolutely no insider information, so I don't know who's working on it or what, where they'll take it. It'll oh, be interesting. No, I don't, it's not even been announced officially yet. It's just rumors. Thank you for chatting with me, Chris Slight. No problem, Gwen Frey. Thanks for chatting with me. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Slight, and you've been in the Dialogue Box.